You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. Today, you're going to be hearing an excerpt from episode 80 of the Out To Be Podcast on how networking got me my career and the importance of forming genuine connections. So we talked about this a little bit last week, and we're going to continue the discussion on networking. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, the full episode, go ahead and head to the Out To Be Podcast for the entirety of this episode, but here's a little snippet, and I apologize in advance for the not so great audio quality this week. My microphone has broken on me, so hopefully we'll get that fixed, but otherwise, let's dive in. So, I guess it must have been early May or maybe late April, but sometime around right before graduation, in the Women in Music email network, Ashley Curvabon had emailed Now, Ashley is the founder of Women Crush Music. It was an organization originally started in Portland because that's where Ashley was living when she started it. But Ashley's from New York. So that month she was coming back to visit and she said, hey, I want to do our first New York showcase. Does anybody want to play it? Of course, me, eager, jobless, musician, music industry professional. I was like, hey, I got nothing better to do. I would absolutely love to play the show. It was at Rockwood stage one, first show in New York City. And you know, I was just jumping at every and any opportunity to play or collaborate. And this was a great one. So it was the day after graduation or a couple days after graduation where I played this first show in New York City as an artist um, for the first Woman Crush New York showcase. And at that showcase, I had said to Ashley, hey, I love what you're doing. The nonprofit, uh, especially at that time, it was a startup to help women in music have a community and be supported and have opportunities and gigs and stuff like that. So while we were at the gig, I went up to her and I said, thank you so much for having me. If you ever need any help, I have time on my hands. I would love to be of assistance, however, whatever way I can. So pretty much the whole summer, nothing really happened. I stayed connected with Ashley and we talked, but there was no um, obvious progress with that until about September. And when September hit, Ashley was taking it more seriously to start a chapter in New York City. And it was at that point where things progressed that I became a team member of Women Crush Music. I became the New York City chapter leader, then the head of marketing, and then the, uh, I don't even remember what my final title was. Basically, it was like COO, vice president stature. Um, So while I'm no longer with the organization, That experience was absolutely incredible and it all happened simply because of networking and because of forming genuine connections and putting myself out there. And it only took one person to do this. So Ashley and I connected, we became friends, we chatted often, we stayed in touch and I was willing to provide something. Now, this is the key, right? When I connected and chatted with Ashley at the show, 
I told her how I could serve her, how I could help her, and how I could be of support to Women Crush Music. But there was also no pressure or expectations attached to it. I felt really passionate about the work she was doing, and I felt that it was something I wanted to be involved with. So it came from a really good place of, you know, being honest, open, genuine, authentic, all those juicy words that you might use for a situation like this. Really just like honest and real. That's what it comes down to. It was real. It wasn't like a fabricated thing where I was like, I have to reach out to all these people. Now, I'm not saying that that was a bad strategy for me to use or for you to use when you are trying to broaden your reach and make more connections. But the thing that I've learned up until this point of the story and also for the rest of my career so far is that what really matters is making genuine connections, not making a ton of connections that don't actually end up leading to anything. So long story short on the Women Crush track, I started with them, worked with Women Crush for, I want to say two and a half, three-ish years. Um, like I said, I'm no longer with the organization, but still support them and support their mission and love Ashley. But during my time there, I was again able to connect with people. And this came from a very genuine way. So we would put on showcases and we would put on events in New York City, uh, as well as having our Facebook groups for Women Crush Music. So during this time, I was booking the artists. I was organizing all of the events, connecting with potential speakers. I was talking to a lot of people who would end up playing and speaking and being at the events with us, and also people who would potentially do that in the future or who might be a good fit for next time or who were interested. So as you can tell, I was connecting with a lot of people by nature of my job. Now, some of those people I talked to once and I never spoke with again. But some of those people, when we met in person, we really connected, we stayed connected online, and I was able to be of support to those people or work with those people or simply just have a continued connection with them, which is something that will stay with me forever. Because again, a lot of these women I'm still connected with, they were able to take so much from Women Crush Music and now they've followed me onto my journey becoming a coach and are able to get value from that, listen to the podcast, and I'm providing value for them in our relationship. Now, not only was Women Crush, a gig that I got from networking and making a genuine connection, valuable for continuing to network and make genuine connections, but it also helped me in my career now and in getting my eventual job. As far as it goes now as a coach, it gave me my foundation for coaching people, for learning about literally every single aspect of the music industry. Because as a startup, as a nonprofit startup, we were literally doing everything. Press, booking, artist development in some ways, giving advice when we had the Music uh, Woman Crush Collective. Like we did so much stuff. We had all hands on deck because that's how it works when you're a nonprofit. And so the learning experience there prepared me to start my own business 100%. Now it also helped me, I believe, to land the job that I landed in music publishing, which is the job that I was in before I did quit to start my own business. To hear the rest of this story and episode, simply search the Out to Be podcast with Katie Zaccardi wherever you listen to podcasts and click on episode 80. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. 
Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.